$100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Are you ready to kickstart your week with some dirt slinging and tire slaying action motorsports radio that packs the biggest guests? Hi, Ken Block here. Hey, my name's Jolene Van Butte. What's up, Brian Deegan? Vaughn Ginn Jr. here. They've been thrown into one show that has broken down the barriers of what a motorsports radio show should be. This is the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Racer, with support from General Tire, KMC Wheels, Dirtfish, Gibson Exhaust, and MTX Audio, with your host, who also happens to spend his weekends flying 800-horsepower trucks through the dirt, Jim Beaver. When was the last time you saw an off-road rally driver begging to get behind the wheel of a NASCAR IndyCar? Yep, not happening, but you sure see these pavement racers begging to drive our cars. And his partner in crime every week, a self-proclaimed Canadian moto chick who was jumping triples and taking podiums before most guys even learned to ride. Amy Hood. No one knows how to say my last name. Like, is it really that hard? Amy Hood. Like, I'm from the hood. Don't get it twisted. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to join us as we take you through a motorsports ride like no other. Here is the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other, Jim Beaver. Good morning. Welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, Jim Beaver, Amy Hood, coming at you. And uh, I just got done with uh, the Best in the Desert Parker 425, and uh, I am still a little bit sore a couple days later, but uh, it's to be expected. I'm sure uh, you are uh, walking through life uh, just a walking, uh, I don't know, piece of worn-out flesh at this point, right, Hood? Uh, Yes and no. I mean, I am... Physically, you physically get taken a beating, that's for dang sure. But I don't got time to be tired, Jim. This lifestyle I absolutely love, so I just suppress it. It's all suppressed in there. Like, you know, I, I'm going to be like my dad. Once I slow down, then I'm going to feel it. But I don't plan on slowing down anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of me. It's like, oh, whatever, rest when you're dead. Uh, but yeah. uh, we do have an uh, awesome show. Thanks to everybody tuning in. Um, we got uh, Best in the Desert Parker 425 winner Harley Lettner. It's been, uh, I look back, I think it was like 2013 since the last time I had Harley on air. We grew up together. Um, so uh, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, we got uh, Chris Leone with Red Bull GRC. They dropped their schedule a week or so back. Uh, finally getting caught up with him. We're going to get in the loop on all things Rallycross. And then we got my buddy Brad from uh, Checkers Racing. He was in the Parker 425 this weekend. He's also part of an off road club I'm a member of. So we're going to talk uh, a lot of off road. We'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
when R.J. Anderson wanted to set a world record for the longest UTV jump in history, not once but twice, what company did he trust? Polaris and their championship-winning Razor XP1000. R.J. is a UTV champion behind the wheel of Polaris vehicles, and he exclusively trusts the Polaris Razors to bring him race wins and championships against some of the toughest off-road racers in the world. The same Polaris Razors R.J. has won championships in, set world records in, and conquered the wall of death in XP1K2 are available to you at your local Polaris dealer. Take the advice of world record holder R.J. Anderson and visit Polaris on the web at Polaris.com to see the full lineup of Polaris Razor vehicles or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru Rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, kicking off yet another show. Uh, I've got to give uh, my token uh, plug to uh, my podcast project action. So uh, those of you who have been rating, reviewing, subscribing, thank you very much. Uh, those of you who haven't, please go over there to iTunes and uh, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Listen into Project Action. Uh, I don't know. We cover a little bit of everything, and somehow uh, we're at the top of the iTunes charts. So we must be doing something right. But this show is at the top of the iTunes chart as well, so that must mean you guys like Amy Hood a whole lot because I know you don't tune in for me. But uh, <laughs> ah. uh, buttering you up, Hood. I'm buttering you up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Uh, so I got some crazy stories. You get all these crazy stories because you're racing every weekend, right? So, uh, oh, I, uh, I have crazy 
Yeah. Crazy. You aren't you aren't friends with me. I, so I have a private Facebook uh account where uh, I only have like 90 friends and it's like people really close to me. You're not my friend, but for some reason I've sent you friend requests and you never answered them, so I guess you don't like me. But anyways, I posted this privately, but I haven't been uh I haven't been public with it. Um but uh it was a pretty wild weekend. I was pretty pissed. Um but um so on my last lap, first lap, uneventful, whatever, um, uh, ran a really solid lap. I don't know. I think I passed like 25, 30 cars in the first lap, something like that. Um, second lap, uh, my brother drove, uh, had a few little electrical issues. Anyways, I get in on the third lap and it's dark, right? And uh, I'm going down the wash about 80 miles an hour. And, uh, you know, there's about 10,000 people on the side of this wash, you know, watching us. And uh, it stretches for like seven, eight miles, right? And there's just thousands of people packing the walls, you know, and everybody's got campfires and stuff like that. I'm going down the wash, and all of a sudden, from the side of the wash, I see this, this streak go across. And it went in the cab of the truck because we don't have windshields. And it exploded inside. Somebody had shot a skyrocket and aimed it at my truck. It went into the cab, and I sit in the middle, and right to the right of me, a fireworks exploded, and it scared the living daylights out of me. Um, if I would have had mine about me, I probably would have pulled the race truck over and beat the crap out of somebody. But, I mean, it, stuff like that just isn't funny. That is scary. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there was that. And then some farmer... Um, and I'll throw him under the bus. Uh, so the Saudi Arabians bought this farm out there on the far end of the course, right? So uh, uh, if you're from Saudi Arabia and listen to this, sorry. Um, but I uh, don't want to group you all. But this guy, I don't know if he hates off-road racing or what. But anyways, in the dark at the start of lap three, we run right by his farm, right? Let first two laps, 270 or 80 miles go by or maybe more now. I don't know what it is. But um, and everything's fine, right? Well, the last lap, it's like nine, ten o'clock at night, pitch black. I'm out in the middle of nowhere going along this farm. I go around a corner, and this farmer had gone as soon as it got dark and flooded the course so it was three foot deep of water. What? So I go around this corner, and all of a sudden my what? truck is in a lake, and the water comes up through the floorboard. My driving shoes get soaked, and then the water comes over the hood of the truck, floods the inside. My suit gets soaked. My gloves get soaked. My shield gets completely covered in mud and i'm standing on the gas so i don't so i don't get stuck because i'm out in the middle of nowhere and i want to spend the night in a lake and so i'm just on it i can't see because there's mud all over everything coming through uh i finally get through it um it took me about 10 15 seconds to get through and then my everything is soaked so i can't dry my shield because normally i wipe my you wipe your shield with your the inside of your dry glove right um, so I literally had a muddy shield covered in everything until I was holding my hands up in the air out the front window to try and get the glove to dry enough that I could finally kind of dry my thing off. That took another 10, 15 miles, but it was, uh, it was pretty wild. It was, uh, uh, and then there was reports of guys, um, shooting, uh, shooting earlier in the race, taking water balloon slingshots, filling water balloons with gasoline and shooting them at race cars on the course. I'm going, what is wrong with people? Seriously. I don't know. It was a, it was a wild race, but, uh, I don't know, man. It was, uh, it was definitely eventful for me. That's for sure. Um, but we finished. Yeah. So I finished though. So I was, I guess all good. I can't complain. There was a bunch of people who didn't. So uh, I think we're like 21st out of 55 officially in my class. So, um, I don't know. 
So not not horrible, not good, but we finished. So there you go. That's my story for the weekend, Hood. Wow. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't have anything really wild and crazy like that. Usually, I mean, a lot of these cities that we're in, I'm in this, you know, central USA, so it's pretty cold. It's, um, you know, not the best. But I, I can say I did experience my very first Super Bowl in America. <laughs> in America? And, uh, <laughs> Wow, let me tell you that. I mean, that was interesting. I'm, I was in Kansas City this weekend racing. Uh, let me say it was an okay weekend. Um, I'm learning how emotional. I was going to make a post about this, actually, but I don't think a lot of people would really get it, what, what I mean by saying that monster trucks are emotional. Do you understand what I mean by that, Jim, without me even going further into details, that monster tram is emotional? Well, like... And it's because it is so up and down. <laughs> I mean, I am not in control of the fan judges, you know, like, you know, some cities I'm going to go to and you're going to get digger screwed, it's called, because, you know, that grave digger is the truck everybody wants to come and see. And, you know, there's a lot of things and I've, I've kind of learned this stepping into your realm of trophy truck racing and being at the Mint 400 and, and even listening to all these awesome guests that we've had on, you know, when they talk about going into, you know, the lead at the last lap and then boom, their truck breaks completely out of their hands you know it's not nothing that their skill and ability took it into any play and you know it's unfortunate that way that like that is the four wheel side of the world uh, of the industry and so for me transitioning from two wheels and I am completely in control other than if I you know I do have bike trouble but it's very slim to none that that ever happens um but ultimately I'm in responsible for my success and in monster jam it's not really that way. You know, we are, we work together with my team and my crew and the trucks and the, and the crowd and the fans. And it's a, it's a lot bigger picture and it's a lot harder to, uh, you know, get on top. And it's been a real emotional for me because I'm, I'm competitive. I want to win. I was second in points. I dropped down to third right now, but only a couple points behind, but I had a little bit of a rough weekend and I'm going to let you know that it was emotional. Like I was, I was mad. <laughs> Well, I guess when you don't get mad, then you, people start worrying, right? Because uh, yeah, I mean, uh, let me just... I and I, I do think I, sh- I race and drive and compete in everything with a lot of passion and heart because I genuinely, absolutely, am obsessively in love with what I do. But I want to be great. I want to be one of the best. Yeah, well, it's totally out of your wheelhouse too, though. I mean, it's coming in. It would be like me going and I don't know racing sprint cars or something. Not to say I couldn't figure it out, but it, it would take a little bit of time, you know. And so, uh, you know, I think that's you know, obviously you do really well on you know the ATVs and stuff like that. But I think the whole monster trucks and razors and stuff. I mean, it's still you're you know getting really saying? good, but it's still fairly new to you, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm still better now in the monster truck than I am. Well, obviously the razor. I suck in that thing. Like, we need to get some serious practice under my belt. Like, damn, I'm struggling with that. <laughs> but um, the monster Jam truck, actually, like, I, I've been consistently winning wheelies. I won wheelies on uh, Friday night and um, do really good at donuts. You guys have seen on social media. But, man, I'm, like, the save master. Like, I think that's going to be kind of called my new, like, you know, everyone's kind of got a little, their little showmanship trick up their sleeve that they're good at doing. Like, I'm great at, like, pushing that truck to its limits, getting it, like, almost backwards and, like, flipping it into reverse and making a save. Like, I I love doing that. It's fun. And the crowd goes wild because they think you're going to crash, but you actually save it. <laughs> and it's actually really hard to do that. Like, you got to really be mentally you got to be so conscious of what's going on and what you're doing and 
so aware in that truck because you got to see where you are in the sky and like kind of where you, your point is. And then you got to, you know, not only did you just launch in the air in a 12,000 pound piece of, you know, steel and metal machine, but you got to flip that thing in reverse. And then when you land, you know, you got to baby that throttle back. Like it's just so many pieces of the puzzle. I just, it's, it's so fun to learn, Jim. And I think every weekend I, I come out learning more and actually becoming a way better driver and just, it's such a fun process. Yeah, that's me. Anytime I'm anything, whether it be a razor or a rally car up a dirt fish or, you know, trophy truck, like every time I'm in, I learn something. Truck does something, you react to something, you know, or or with yeah. the tuning. I mean, every time I'm in, it's a learning experience and, you know, you never stop learning. But uh, we got to take a short break. And uh, when we come back, we got uh, my buddy Brad with uh, Checkers Racing. He's going to be calling into the show and uh, talking a little uh, off-road park 425. So we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. 800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777-800-507-3777. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. 
The value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. That's 800 760 Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my next guest to the line, uh, my fellow checker and good friend, uh, Brad from Checkers Racing. Brad, I keep calling you Brad from Checkers Racing because you and I have been friends for like five years, and I still don't know how to perfectly pronounce your last name, dude. You got to you gotta give it to me here. That way I can get this thing rolling off the tongue. Uh, Brad Bentima. Bentima. That's what I thought. It's just, yeah. uh, I don't know, the way the letters go in it. I, that, that's how I've been saying it is Bentima, but I just want to make sure before we do it for God and everybody on the radio show that I had it right, you know? <laughs> it's all good i've gotten a lot of other uh brad with cops brad with checkers brad with thr it's all it's all the same <laughs> yeah that, well that was what i was gonna say man you are a man in many hats like every race it's like which hat is brad gonna be wearing obviously you're always wearing the checker hat but um you know you've uh you've, you you know you kind of carved out your niche in this industry man you've always got people calling i've been i've been fortunate you know i've gotten some opportunities in this industry to you know kind of progress and you know, make my own name for myself, and uh, it's worked out rather good. And now I, uh, as as you said, you know, I always wear that checker hat, and uh, that's my uh, my pride. Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, you know, we got to talk about Parker Four Twenty Five. Want to talk a little bit about checkers before that, because I know I've you know I've talked about checkers for years here on the show, and uh, you know I've talked a little bit about it. But I know you've uh, you know you spent some time as checkers president, and uh, you know tell us a little bit about the club because I, I don't think what people you know we get uh, people from all different forms of motorsports listening into this, but uh, you know everybody knows that off road desert racing is kind of my background and and what I love. But uh, checkers, I mean, you know we've been around for so long, and I don't think people realize the legacy when we talk about checkers and the pit support and the champions that uh, have been checkers yeah absolutely you know we've been we're going on our 43rd year as a club and even before that we were um we basically evolved from uh, the checkers bike club which uh, runs district 37 and uh up in uh district 38 and all the um desert races out here the national hair and hound hair and hound series and uh, we evolved into a car club, and uh, we've been uh, some of our uh, our founders uh, then decided, okay, they're going to branch off from being, uh, with, you know, kind of with age comes a cage kind of deal. Yeah. And uh, they started uh, um, the car club, and uh, we've been around for, like I said, for 43 years. And uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to be the 2016 president, and I'm also the 2017 president. Man. You know you're doing something right when you get uh, when you get re up for another year on a one year deal, man. <laughs> right, right. That's what everybody else says. It's like I must be doing something correct. Yeah, either that or nobody wants your job, and they're like, "Please keep it, man. We don't." Uh, yeah, no. I, <laughs> uh, being president of the Checkers Club is uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's got to be gratifying, and at the same time, you got to be pulling your hair out, man. <laughs> We've got a definitely a good mix of of members. 
the the best way to put it is uh, it's like herding cats. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be the truth. But uh, checkers, man, we had a solid weekend out here at the Parker 425. I know – got the sweep i know joe he had his uh class one car over at the race shop and i don't even think we knew if that thing was going to make it to the start line and he ended up taking a podium man yeah that was amazing i mean we had we've actually had a great start to our entire year but uh definitely this weekend you know with joe finishing third in in class 1500 and then uh chad cummings finishing second and then obviously harley lettner taking the win but uh it was uh it was awesome, you know, and, you know, we can, it's just to have a weekend like that. And there's so much carnage out there and like yes. everybody had issues. Harley had issues. Chad had a couple problems. And so did Joe, you know, Joe started out with problems. Like you said, you know, at your shop, you know, changing a converter and, and pump and everything else. So it was, uh, but it was awesome. You know, we all got kind of powered through and got, got to the finish and uh, we ended up on the podium with three cars. Yeah, it was uh it was so brutal. And uh um I I honestly I've been driving the Parker Ace for I don't know how many years now. Well I've I've raced probably over 15 Parker 425s at this point and uh that was absolutely the most brutal one I can remember. I mean, I think on the last lap, the third lap, I was going through the Jeep trail and I'm like this, if there is hell on earth, it's right here, right now. Like, it was so bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I at one point, I'm in a trophy truck, and I'm literally rock crawling. And uh, I'm going, you know, I, I was going maybe five, six miles an hour over these boulders, and I'm going, my gosh, like, you know, there's a truck that'll do 130 miles an hour, and it was just, it was that bad. You know, and, and that's the crazy thing about Parker this year. There's a little bit of everything. I mean, we had a bunch of mud. We had... Yeah a lots and lots of sand, which we kind of expect to that lots of rocks, but, and then there was just a lot of vegetation that I felt that, that got pushed into the course as the, as the race went on too. And, you know, it, it just, there's a lot of, like how you're saying earlier, you know, about, you know, even the spectators kind of throwing in a little, you know, not so good uh, element into there as well, but, you know, we had pretty much everything you could think of. And it's even from down in Mexico, you don't see half that stuff down there. No. Oh. And I think this race, there was, uh, you know, I told him because I talked with the chamber director here in Parker quite a, quite frequently, and I told her, I said, whatever your guys' estimates are for, like, spectators at the race, I said, you need to double it. Because I said, there wasn't one, there was, I didn't go one mile around this, I think it was a 140-mile loop that I didn't see people. Like, it was remote places on the course, and I don't even know how they got there, but I'd go around a corner, and here's a group of, like, 20, 20 razors from some UTV club, and I don't even – there was no trail even getting into where they were at, but they were all sitting on the side of the road. I'm like, whoa, where would you guys come from? Like, I've never seen that many people around the desert. It was crazy. Yeah, it was it was, it was was pretty crazy. I, I couldn't believe how many people were out there and, you know, cheering you on and everything else. So it was, I, I had a blast out there, too. I was riding with Ray Griffith in uh, his uh, Class 1500 car. We lost the motor on lap one, but it was still a blast. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I uh, – Ray was one of those. I mean, when he's in his class one car, I know he used to run full time. He's gone gone and done the short course. I know he's a good friend of Amy and mine, but um, he saved my life last year. I'll tell you that at the Mint 400, not literally, but uh, he kind of, I owe Ray a lot of beer. Let's put it that way. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I ran out of gas on the interstate and uh, he turned around and and, uh, it was one of those where somebody brings you gas, like they've got to go all the way back to Vegas and then come around. So he like literally added an hour onto his trip to bring me five, five 
five gallons of gas. So literally, I, I'll rail <laughs> a lot of drinks, let's put it that way. And Ray can drink, so... Uh, <laughs> No, I was wondering what happened to him because anytime he's in a Class 1 car, I mean, he's one of those guys immediately, oh, Ray's in Class 1, all right, he's one of the guys to beat. Um, you know, and he's he's just that guy, you know, and, uh, yeah, I was wondering what happened to him. So it was motor with you guys, huh? Yeah, we were coming into Midway on lap one, and we uh, lost power steering belt, and uh, we ended up changing that, got back in the car, and a little while later we dropped a cylinder. We just thought maybe that the, the power steering belt kind of wrapped across one of the um, plug wires and kind of pulled it off. But it ended up being um, we either cracked a piston or or, uh, or sucked a ring because um, it was a uh, white and blue smoke out the exhaust when we pulled into Midway. So instead of uh, getting uh, stranded out in the middle of the desert, yeah. we decided to call it and just uh, you know. And we're uh, we're coming to the mint better than ever. So that's uh, we me and him were just talking here a minute ago, and and he's like, dude, cars already got the motor out of it, training's already out. We're we're going to the mint. We're going hard. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. The rest of the car is almost fully prepped. You got what thirty miles, I guess, test miles on the rest of the car. It's just uh, just the engine that needs repaired now. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, yeah. You guys are going to be good at the mint, man. That's good. I'm stoked to see Ray back with General Tire this year too. That's always a good thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, having him ba- having being back on there, and we're we've been testing that new X3 too. Yeah. And it's uh, it's going good. I mean, actually, I, I like it, you know, and so does he. And so we're going to try and see if we can run it at the mint and uh, see if we can put it on top of the box. Yeah, I know. Uh, I've I've got I haven't run the X3 on my trophy truck yet. Um, I've got it on street cars and on a bunch of my razors, and I've been so impressed with them. Um, but I, I don't know when they're going to pull the trigger and let uh, Jerry and I run them on our trophy trucks or, yet, but uh, I think it's coming. It's just, I, I don't know, I think they're letting everybody else run them before us. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I guess they yeah, let, let let us uh, try and uh, break them before you guys can. Well, I think that's it. They're like, they've kind of stepped it up and it's like, you know, we're going to let the guys with 500 horsepower on them. Now we're going to let the guys with 700 horsepower on them. Now we'll let the guys with 800 horsepower and they keep passing the test. So that's a good thing, you know? And I think, I think it's coming to us and they're, they're, you know, here pretty quick. They're going to go, all right, this tire you guys are running. So, um, that's always a good thing, but they've definitely, that, that tire, man, I've been part of the development for the past couple of years and, and they've done their homework on it. Let's put it that way. So, I think it's it's definitely going to be a game changer when they get everything dialed in. So, um, absolutely, yeah. So, uh, Mint four hundred up next. Uh, you know what's uh, what's up next for Checkers? Uh, what, when is San Felipe this year? I'm confused on the dates. Is that before or after the Mint? It's uh, actually after the Mint yeah, this year. It's um, the weekend. Of, it's the weekend of the twenty third, I think. Okay. So it's uh, two two weeks after the Mint. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, we got like I said, Checkers started out with a great great start to the season um down and we raced uh, a couple of the club members raced a race down the the san felipe mayhem 150 and uh we came out with uh three podiums with uh um with checkers cars and also a win in class 11 and then uh last weekend or two weekends ago um we had a uh um, another checker race out in uh, barstow the slash x duel in the desert and we ended up getting uh, Joe David, who actually finished third at Parker. He ended up taking the win in the overall at uh, at the Moore race. And uh, then uh, this weekend with uh, Parker, we got another win. So uh, hopefully we can go into the um, pretty much battle at Prim this weekend. We got a, it's another checker race and uh, get a couple wins there and be uh, on top going to the mint. And uh, 
usually we're thinking we're going to have right around um, 10 vehicles, 10 to 15 vehicles that are going to take the start at the Mint. Um, we're definitely going to participate in the pit crew uh, challenge again that I myself and two of my other uh, fellow members have uh, won in the last uh, two years or actually three years. We're going on for a four-peat. Hey, we're uh, running short on time, buddy. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to call in, and uh, we need to do it more often, a lot more often, man. When R.J. Anderson wanted to set a world record for the longest UTV jump in history, not once but twice, what company did he trust? Polaris and their championship-winning Razor XP1000. RJ is a UTV champion behind the wheel of Polaris vehicles, and he exclusively trusts the Polaris Razors to bring him race wins and championships against some of the toughest off-road racers in the world. The same Polaris Razors RJ has won championships in, set world records in, and conquered the wall of death in XP1K2 are available to you at your local Polaris dealer. Take the advice of world record holder R.J. Anderson and visit Polaris on the web at Polaris.com to see the full lineup of Polaris Razor vehicles or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports. Beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems, Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at kchighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KC Highlights. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my next guest to the line, my buddy Harley Letner, winner of the Best in the Desert Parker 425 this past weekend. How's everything going, Harley? Pretty good, Jim. How are you, bud? Oh, good. Just had uh, our buddy Brad on the line talking a little checkers and uh, 
things like that. But, uh, man, it was definitely a good weekend for the checkers, sweeping class one. But, dude, you were running there for the overall so dang close, dude. It was uh, – you had a heck of a run going, man. Yeah, it was uh, – started out good. We uh, just ran a good clean lap the first lap and uh, ended up being the first physical part in the main. I got a flat like coming right under the bridge. Kind of had to link it in, but uh, still didn't get past. And then uh, Bryce and Boston got back by me in the pits, and they both had issues on the second lap. And uh, I started losing the alternator. I can do the goat trail. I was super cautious not to get a flat because I was right running like 10 volts, and she wouldn't start if I got a flat. So Rob Knight got me under the bridge on the way in. So we were second physical car into the pits as well. Just trying to hunt that super trucks down and then uh, had a very long alternator change and put me back quite a ways going the third lap. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, talking about that, I mean, you know, I was there. I mean, you were still in the hunt, you know, and you pulled in the pits and was like, oh, crap, because we were, I don't know, a couple down from you. But, uh, I mean, you, you know, a lot of guys, you've seen a lot of the, the class one guys move to trophy truck now. And, uh, you know, and there's a couple of you guys, uh, you for one. And I know Ray Griffith, he's come back to class one and, uh, um, you know, from uh, the short course stuff. And it looks like he's going to run full time this year. But, I mean, a guy like you, when you're running against Lof- Lofton and Mac and guys like that that you know they, they've got more horsepower I mean where is it where you're making up the time I mean because those guys they get in that high horsepower stuff and do they just check out so I mean where is it I mean where you know you've got to approach the race differently than those guys in the trucks do I mean where where is it where you you know you make up all the time on them and and you know you've got a shot to to overall things yeah dude, to be honest with you I don't know because I've driven trophy trucks and I don't think there's any way a buggy should keep up with those things they got more travel, like you can, more travel, more horsepower, everything. So I don't know, maybe I think just like in the tight technical washes, like up towards pit two and all that, maybe I was making time up there and just being able to cut faster, being in a lighter, more nimble car. But I mean, I keep like to run that pace up front, I was giving everything I had in that car to try to run up it because first lap I had Bryce breathing down my neck. And they're giving me time splits, and that made me nervous. They're telling me, like, Mac was 18 seconds behind me, like 20 seconds behind me. And I I don't think I could have drove that thing any harder. And they were, like, breathing down my neck. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's got to be a little intimidating when you start hearing names like that right behind you. Like, oh, man, you know, and like you said, you're, get, you're giving it death, you know, to try and stay ahead. And that's what's crazy about off-road, though. I mean, when you and I, you know, kind of got into things, um, and especially like in the unlimited classes, dude, the, the attrition was so high, like 10, 15 years ago, you, you know, there, there wasn't, you know, oh, this guy's 18 seconds ahead, dude. It was just, you finished, you had a good shot at a podium, you know, nobody really had to yeah, push, sure. you know, and now it's to the point where, you know, like you're talking about, you're running 110% for 425 miles to try and get a win because everything is so bunched up, you know? Yeah. That, that's what's crazy. Like you said, 15 years ago, you finished, you were doing good. Nowadays, there's so many good teams and good drivers that you can't have a mistake or you're completely out of it. Like, everyone's running so good and fast, setting the pace and setting the bar really high. Like, you almost have to have a flawless race to even get on the box these days. Yeah, and that's 
that's what's crazy, you know, and even even like the mint. I know we've seen a couple of races last year where things were settled by like seconds. It's just crazy, you know. It was like before it was like pull into the pits and it's like ah oh, dumping fuel and changing tires. You know, just take your time. You wanted to be quick, but it wasn't. Now it's like full on NASCAR style pit stops where you know everything's on a stopwatch. Like we can't lose a second here, you know, and things like that. It's just I don't know. The sports evolved. It's got kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, definitely a lot. And it's, like you said, the Met last year, like, when you go 400 miles with some of those desert and the wings, like, comes on to seconds, it's just insane. That's unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy how big this sport and how, like, evolved it's gotten fits and everything. Like, how the Herbs guys are changing tires and feeding 25 seconds. Yeah, that's... Like, that's pretty much NASCAR stuff. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, you guys, I mean, you know, how's this been with you? I mean, I know you guys, you know, for a lot of long time, Letner Racing, you guys kind of ran under your own banner. I know uh, recently you teaming up with U3. I mean, how things have been going over there? I mean, you know, you guys obviously you moved into one of the best teams in the business. They've got, you know, great support. I saw the helicopter up in the air. I mean, it's had to have been really, uh, really kind of fun for you to move into a position like this. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I had an amazing time running with, my family and my grandpa, you know, just keeping our tradition alive from being like fourth generation, you know, but just, uh, grandpa sold the business and money got kind of bad. And, uh, we knew Patty, the owner of youth theory for quite a number of years and came down and met with her and Darren and they offered me a job and offered to bring my car along and have me be a driver. And it's just, I couldn't be more happy. I mean, the results have been shown since I started that how great this team is and how into racing they are and, like, the support, the pit crew and everything. It's just, like, it's a phenomenal team. Like, they're all about racing, and it's just I couldn't be more happy to be brought onto a team like this and just be good and run good up for them and try to prove my worth and keep a job. Yeah. Well, I know everybody, uh, you know, everybody in the off-road world, you go on the forums or whatever, you know, it's like, when are we going to see Harley, like, running in a trophy truck? We want to see him in a trophy truck. He's fast in a Class 1 car. Well, now you're moving into youth theory, and uh, you've actually got, uh, you've actually got, uh, you know, opportunity possibly to uh, uh, move into a trophy truck. I mean, we're going to see you, uh, you know, tag team it with the youth theory boys in one of those at some point this year? I would love to. I mean, that's obviously the ultimate goal in off-road racing is to get into the premier classic trophy trucks, you know, but, uh, I think every race I'm slowly driving myself out of a trophy truck by doing so well in the buggy. <laughs> but, uh, I try to convince the boss that it'd be easier in a truck. So we'll see. I'm hoping there's talk about 2018 building me a new truck and coming out and playing with the big boys in the truck class. Nice. Nice. So what's, uh, what's the schedule look like for you guys this year in, uh, in the class one car? Um, we're just going to run the complete best in the desert series in the one car and try to chase a championship. Okay. Well, shoot, you're in the driver's seat right now after the first round. It's always, always nice to get a win or a podium the first round and know, Hey man, we're, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, sets the tone for the rest of the year and you know, you're the guy to guy to beat now. Yeah. Thanks. It's definitely a, definitely a confidence booster to come out on top of the first round. You know, Parker, Parker's one of the biggest races we have and one of the roughest, you know, every, Every driver comes out to that one at the mint, so I'm hoping to go out the mint and just continue the momentum and hopefully get that number one plate at the end of the year. Yeah, well, you're, you know, you're like me. You're, you know, you were a local Parker boy. You grew up here. Um, dude, I, I mean, I've been around that course my entire life. So have you, you know, I, I'd say out of all the guys in off-road, there's maybe a handful of us that know that course better than anybody. And uh, you and I are both in that same boat. I 
in the years, and I've probably, I was looking, thinking back, I've probably raced the Parker 425 15, 16 times now. Um, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it that rough. It was just, lap three was hell, dude. <laughs> it is absolutely the roughest I've ever seen. Like, this is my first year doing this two-run format because I had to skip last year. And, like, I made a comment to my co-driver, like, right around, like, the goat show afterwards. I think the first lap we were doing like 60, 70. The last lap we were doing 23 miles an hour, and that was almost too fast because it was beating the crap out of us. Yeah. <laughs> the course, the course deteriorated so bad and got insanely rough. I've never seen it that bad ever. Yeah. Like you said, I've been I've been racing it since 2002, and last year was the first time I missed it, and I've never seen it that bad. Yeah, well, that's I, you know, it's like I was telling Brad when he was on before you. I said, look, I said there was one point on the Jeep trail where I looked down at my GPS and it said five miles an hour, and I'm like, there's no oh, freaking way that I'm going five miles an hour in a trophy truck in a race. But I'm like, literally, I was like, ro- you know, rolling over boulders and stuff. And like you said, I, you know, it's like you can't go any faster than that because you feel the car just deteriorating under you. You know, it was yeah, madness. You gotta worry about tires. And then you hear the big old boulder hitting the chest. So you can't bring your motor through there without ripping the car in pieces. Yeah, it was, it, dude. It was so gnarly. But uh, yeah, this was like I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's a good, uh, a good tune-up for the mint, man, because the mint's, you know, pretty, pretty much not forgiving at all either. So yeah, absolutely. Especially with our two-run format, I think it's going to be just as bad for us in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah well that's a good and bad of it you know like i was stoked with parker now we don't have to worry about the limited classes you know so everybody's pretty close to running the same pace i mean obviously you know you don't have to you know you're not going to come up on a guy going five miles an hour you know in a jeep or something you know so we don't have to worry about that anymore but the bad is is the course has already had a whole race run on it by the time we get to it so um you know that's there's good and bad to the whole uh split race thing i think yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. Like, I'm a lot, it's a lot better being safer and not coming up on the guys in the dust, like, super hard. Like, I mean, I only got, I think I passed 1600 that were running slow, which was cool compared to having to go through, like, the nine cars and 11 cars, you know? Yeah. There's sections, we're doing 100 miles an hour, they're doing 20 or something. That's just scary. But head downside is it makes it super rough and just beats the crap out of you and the car. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like even today, you know, we're a couple of days go, you know, gone, and I'm still a little bit sore in places. You know what I mean? It's like, man, that was a brutal course. But uh, um, yeah, man. Well, congrats on the win, Harley. Um, seriously, man. Good luck at the mint, and uh, you know, stoked, uh, stoked to see you on top of the box at this one. And uh, you know, here's to chasing that overall. I know you, uh, you said a lot. You, you got your your eyes set uh, on the overall at the mint, right? Absolutely. I'm going. I'm taking. I'm taking Justin down for the mint in a dune buggy. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna tell him, see Justin, man. You should have stayed in your buggy, right? <laughs> uh, uh, there's already rumors that they're bringing it back out to try to hunt me down, putting down another driver in there. So the mint should have a good class 1500 field. Yeah, it should uh, should definitely be a it'd be a good one. I don't know. I think buggies at the mint, dude. There's. Uh, that's one of those courses with being so rough and things like that. I think there's uh, there's some opportunity for a buggy to sneak in there and, and snag an overall. You know, it's definitely uh, – it's not all high-speed stuff, you know? Absolutely. It's, it's got the tight technical stuff up through the canyon and all that. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it can be done. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to give, give it everything I can to prove it this year. Yeah. <laughs> how, how much does qualifying play into that, man, getting, getting the top five, top ten spots in qualifying? Oh, qualifying is huge. It's uh, you have to start up front 
or else you don't have a chance, you know, like, I mean, you do, but you don't, because if you get a fast guy up front like Lawson or Jesse or Bryce, they're going to check out, like, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. So if, you, if you're if you back in 20th or 15th, you got a lot of traffic to deal through, you know, and, like, everyone out there is equally as fast, and it's hard to catch people, especially in the Nevada desert, as dusty as it is. I think you definitely have to fall, fall for that car to have a chance at over. Yeah, for sure. All right, Harley. Well, I appreciate the time, buddy. Uh, we got to go to a commercial break, but um, you know, we'll see you uh, see you at the mint, and uh, you know, I guess we'll uh, I don't know if you come down to Parker, give me a shout, man. We'll have a couple of beers. All right, first, thanks for having me on the show. I'll see you at the mint. All right, sounds good, buddy. Thanks, Harley. All right, buddy. See ya. See ya. All right, that was Harley Letner, your uh, class fifteen hundred winner at uh, the Best in the Desert Parker four twenty five local. Uh, I guess he was a local Parker boy. Now he lives in SoCal, but he grew up here. Man, we used to BMX race together and things like that. But uh, um, yeah, we're gonna take a short break, and uh, we come back. Got a little uh, Dirtfish Rally report coming at you, and uh, some Parker uh, four twenty five results as well. All that and more here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 
800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Um going to kind of skip into a Dirtfish Rally report for this week, brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. Find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com. And I got to give a big shout out to Dirtfish. Um, well, first of all, uh, if you need uh, a discount up there, uh, use the code JBDirtfish. Give you like 15% off any classes that you book. But I don't know if you guys saw the announcement. My new helmet deal for this year with Dirtfish Bright Orange Badass Helmet by Impact Racing and Air Tricks, the guys that do the Red Bull painting, painted it up Dirtfish style. I'm going to tell you this thing is epic, so uh, check out my Instagram, at JimBeaver15, and let me know what you think, or my Twitter. i got pictures of it up there, but, uh, man, it was awesome. Just phenomenal helmet. So uh, thanks to Dirtfish for that and getting it all set up. But, um, yeah, Dirtfish Rally Report, man. Uh, big news is we had the very first ever ARA event, American Rally Association, um, and it was in Canada. And so uh, David Higgins and uh, Travis Pastrana and uh, I guess SRT USA um, headed up to uh, up to Canada to do a little battle with Antoine Lestage and uh, Subaru of uh, I guess Subaru of Canada, um, but uh, solid solid effort. Uh, um, and it looks like uh, SRT USA came out on top. It was uh, Higgins and uh, Pastrana. Um, with the one and two getting the best of Subaru Canada. So, um, you know, it was um, pretty um, pretty solid, man. One-two finish, uh, finish at uh, uh, the first ever ARA event for uh, Subaru Rally Team USA. So uh, uh, pretty solid stuff. Also got to give a shout-out to my buddy Ryan Millen. He headed up there as well um, to, uh, to compete. So, um, I don't know, ARA in full swing. Um, I think the next event, eh, they got a little bit of a break. Um we got two national championships here this year. I think uh, Oregon Trail is next for them. Next uh, Rally America national event is uh, is Rally in the 100 Acre Wood um, coming up in uh, in March. So uh, I don't know. Lots of Rally on tap. We got World Rally Championship also going. We got Red Bull GRC. We're going to talk about that here shortly. World Rally Cross getting ready to start. Man, D- uh, you know we got lots of Rally. Hopefully you're a Rally fan because um, we got a lot of that to talk about. Um, uh, you know, in upcoming shows, start getting some drivers on and things like that because we are action motorsports. But uh, that was your Dirtfish Rally Report for this week, brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. Find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com. We'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.
USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The president violated the Constitution in very fundamental ways, and that's impacting thousands of people across our country, and frankly, that's not right. That claim by Washington State's Attorney General Robert Ferguson as the Democrat speaks to NBC News about President Trump's executive order placing temporary restrictions on travel to the U.S. from seven Middle East nations known to harbor terrorists until vetting is improved. Ferguson saying he expects the courts will block that executive order. In a courtroom, uh, it's not the loudest voice that prevails. It's the Constitution. While addressing troops at McDill Air Force Base in Florida yesterday, President Trump did not specifically refer to the issue, but said he won't allow terrorism to take root in the U.S. So people that love us and want to love our country are allowed in, not people that want to destroy us. Before addressing troops at McDill, the president met with leaders at Central Command. This is USA Radio News. And now, Jonathan Kahn opens up today's mystery from the Book of Mysteries. In the Book of Mysteries, the teacher opens up the mystery of the Gatshmanim as they sit inside a garden. In Hebrew, a stone is used to crush grapes or olives. It's called a gat. The word for oil is shemen. For oil to be released, there has to be a crushing or a press, the gat shemen or the oil press. In Israel, there's actually a place called the oil press, gat shemen or gatshmanim. You know it as Gethsemane. Why did Messiah go to Gethsemane? Because it was gat the place of crushing, and there his will was crushed, and then his life. And as oil is a symbol of the Holy Spirit, so the crushing of olives brings oil, so the crushing of Messiah brings forth the oil of the Holy Spirit. And from that oil is the oil of gladness and healing and blessings to pour into your life from Gethsemane, Gatshmanim, the oil press. Begin a journey that will change your life. The Book of Mysteries, now available online and wherever books are sold. Or go to mysteriesbook.com. That's mysteriesbook.com. DeVos refused to agree with a Democrat that schools are no place for guns. U.S. Senate Democrats hold the floor of the Senate all night long, calling attention to their opposition of Betsy DeVos for education secretary. Now, two Republicans have joined Democrats in opposing the Trump nominee, Maine's Susan Collins and Alaska's Lisa Murkowski. So if no other Republicans are swayed, DeVos is basically assured of a 50-50 confirmation vote, and that would leave Vice President Mike Pence to then break the tie as early as today. A bizarre mishap leaves a Georgia deputy dead. Here's Tom Roberts with details. Richmond County Sergeant Greg Maher responded to the Zytec storage facility in Augusta Sunday and was reportedly overcome when he entered the building. Fire officials were able to pull him out, but he died soon after. Liquid nitrogen can freeze objects on contact and remove oxygen from poorly ventilated places. Federal safety officials are opening an investigation into Maher's death. This is USA Radio News. If your pet needed thousands of dollars in vet care, could you afford it? PetSavingsUSA.com members are covered by discounted pet insurance with the first two months free. Plus, save up to 50% at every major retailer and receive hundreds of dollars worth of free gifts to receive two months of free pet insurance and an instant $100 in savings. Call 877-835-6060. That's 877-835-6060. Or go to PetSavingsUSA.com. Israel's parliament voting to approve 4,000 new Jewish homes in the West Bank. A 60 to 50 vote on a bill last night would retroactively approve settlement homes already built on land that Palestinians consider part of an eventual Palestinian state. In legalizing those homes, the law would compensate original landowners with either money or property. Palestinian officials say the bill could kill the chance for a peace deal between the Israelis and the Palestinians, and the bill is expected to be challenged in Israel's Supreme Court. 
A few days ago, the Trump administration did issue a statement advising Israel that continued settlements in disputed territories could make achieving peace more difficult. President Reagan inspired a generation of Americans on both sides of the aisle. That's California State Senate President Kevin DeLeon on what would have been Ronald Reagan's 106th birthday. The California Senate honoring one of the most successful governors in that state's history who went on to be one of the most famous presidents of our nation. Republican Senator Gene Fuller praising Ronald Reagan, saying his museum gives people a great picture of his character. It really showed who he was as a man, as a person, what a humble personality he was. The Reagan Library and Museum in Southern California is the largest of the 13 federally operated presidential libraries. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. 100 million dollars in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Um, and normally, normally, we would, uh, right now, we would be doing a killer clip for my podcast, Project Action, over on Podcast One, but uh, not doing that today, because, um, uh, I don't know, it was a little bit different of a, of a Project Action this past week, I think you guys enjoy it, but we did a joint interview between that and this show with Brock Hoyer, so I aired that, but uh, also did a big segment on uh, my good friend Dave Mira, and uh, Dave Mira marked the one-year anniversary of his passing um, so I did kind of a tribute to him over there on Project Action, talk about, you know, how I met him and things like that. So it was definitely, uh, um, I don't know, it, it was just a little bit different feel. So I didn't feel right, uh, um, you know, kind of, um, I don't know, posting that clip on air here. Um, but I will say, um, um, you know, Dave, uh, Dave was a good friend. And um, one thing that I'm always proud of is our 200th show here. I uh, hadn't had him on air in a while. You fans wanted to hear what Dave was up to. I reached out to him, and uh, we did one of the last, uh, you know, interviews that Dave had done before he passed. And uh, um, so it's definitely worth the listen. It's back on episode number 200. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard to find on iTunes, my website, uh, Spreaker, uh, podcast one so uh you can go and check that out here um but um yeah it was uh was definitely um yeah, it was a different feel so we didn't do a cl- killer clip today but um doesn't mean you shouldn't be listening to project action because um, should <laughs> um you know make sure and uh, give me those ratings review subscribe over there on itunes you can listen to podcast one.com or my website um you know we've had everybody ken block pastrana street bike tommy 
um, wake surfing world champ Ashley Kidd, Sean Malto, the skateboarder. We've had Sarah Price, uh, Chuck, or Chuck Yeager, Kurt Yeager. Um, it, it's, you know, BMXers. We just had Nate Wessel on. Some amazing interviews, down deep, gritty stuff. Get behind the scenes of these guys. And so uh, it's been really fulfilling for me to do that podcast. So thanks to everybody who has reviewed, rated, and, uh, you know, if you listen to this and you want to follow from me on Instagram or Twitter, just use your at username over there on uh, on iTunes when you leave your review. Put it in the review, and I will follow you back. So um, it's uh, definitely a, a fun podcast. It's a little bit different than this show. We talk uh, some pop culture and things like that. We'll probably talk a bit of Super Bowl this week. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's mostly action sports and motorsports, but we do dabble into a little bit of TV and pop culture and things like that, MMA a bit. So um, yeah, a little bit of everything over there at the show. But uh, definitely a lot of fun, and thanks to all you guys who have, who have supported it and uh, keep tuning in. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this show, I guarantee you, uh, you're going to like it. And uh, so there you go. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. The concert that never was. See the Barbara Streisand and Frank Sinatra tribute show Saturday, February 18th inside the showroom at the Blue Water Resort and Casino. I'm going to get out of you. Doors open at 5. Show starts at 6 p.m. Arizona time. Tickets on sale now. General admission just $20 or VIP tickets only $35. Don't miss the tribute to Sinatra and Streisand at the Blue Water Resort and Casino. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane
2019 Rush of Rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Switching gears right now, going to talk a little Red Bull Global Rallycross. I know I uh, made, uh, made, I guess, an announcement on the schedule not too long ago, but uh, we've got my good buddy Chris Leone, uh, social media content director for Red Bull Global Rallycross. I don't know, did I get that right? You wear so many hats, I, I don't know, I could add about five or six uh, lines onto that job title description, I think, Chris. <laughs> Titles don't matter. It's uh, it's what we do. It's what we do with them. But uh, I'm doing really well, Jim. How are you doing? Uh, doing good. Just finished up the Parker 425. I know we had you out here. Uh, I don't know what was it, a couple years ago. Ford. I ended up popping a yeah. motor and qualifying, so we were spectators that event. But uh, yeah, that was a good weekend. Yeah, three years ago. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, it was. It's always fun to see the desert racing stuff. It's always uh, you know fun to try and experience something a little different. Obviously. Uh, my hometown of Boston really doesn't have anything like that. Uh, we do have a parade today, but we uh, also I'm looking out my window and there is a lot of snow, a lot of rain, a lot of slush. So uh, I have not been out in it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, speaking of Boston and uh, the Northeast, uh, you got to be pretty excited because uh, Red Bull Global Rallycross finally uh, heading back to the Northeast this year. That's uh, got to have you pretty pumped. You know, I would love to take credit for it. Um, I, I It didn't have anything to do with me. But, yes, very excited about um, Red Bull Global Rallycross returning to Connecticut. Uh, we've got a lot of new venues on the uh, schedule this year, actually. And uh, we'll be making announcements soon on what those host venues are and putting tickets on sale. But, um, you know, we revealed the cities last Thursday, you know, the general event locations. Um, we'll be starting the season a little earlier than we have in past years. Uh, we'll be visiting Memphis for the first time um, on April 29th. That'll be the date of the first final of the year, uh, rolling into Louisville. Uh, the hometown event, as you mentioned, in Connecticut right after that, that'll be a doubleheader. Uh, we'll have our first ever Canadian event, which will also be a doubleheader in the middle of June. Uh, then following that, um, we'll be visiting Indianapolis for the first time, which is something that a lot of our teams and a lot of our fans are excited yeah. about. Uh, we've never been to Indy, but obviously there are a few of our teams that are based out of there, and so there should be a great crowd for that one. And then uh, finally, rolling into the last, uh, you know, last half of the season, really, uh, with two doubleheaders in Atlantic City and Seattle. Those were very popular events last year. And then uh, for all the marbles, uh, the championship in Los Angeles, just like we had in 2016. So it's a new calendar. Uh, there are some different uh, venues that, you know, we're going to be bringing uh, Red Bull GRC to for the first time. Some fans that we're going to be seeing for the first time. Some fans that we're going to be seeing for the first time in a few years as well. But uh, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, you know, it's always great to kind of have a couple of changes up and, you uh, be able to bring this sport of rallycross to some new fans here in the state, you know, because the sport obviously is very much still growing here in America, and we've been working really hard to just keep it growing and growing, and with the support of some great partners, some great drivers and teams, you know, we've really been able to do that, and we're really, really excited about this uh, 2017 schedule. 
Yeah, well, you know, and, and when are we going to, you know, as fans, I know me, I'm looking at the calendar, and, like, obviously Indianapolis, everybody clamors for it to be at, uh, you know, at IMS there. But, uh, you know, I, I have no idea if that's in the plans or not. But then I look at Canada, and I go, man, I know this radio show, we've got a ton of Canadian listeners. I know Red Bull GRC has a massive amount of Canadian fans. And I'm looking at Canada. It's like one of the biggest countries in the world as far as land territory goes and i'm going man wait, are we where this is like uh i don't know if you can be much more of a tease like you've got everybody in canada excited at this point i mean you know we could have something up in the yukon territory or something up by the north pole for all we know i mean uh, obviously that's not going to happen but i'm just saying it's like man it's pretty um i don't know when are we gonna when are we, do you think that uh, maybe as the as spring rolls around these dates are going to start falling in and locking into place Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, fans will start getting info very soon about, you know, the actual host venues for all of these events and tickets will start going on sale. You know, we've got we've got a few surprises up our sleeves. You know, I, I, I would say it'd be fun if we just did one big cross country race across Canada. But, uh, yeah. you know, you, you've seen these 600 horsepower rallycross supercars and these light counterparts. I mean, they burn up fuel. I don't know that we'd be able to hit every province in the great white north but uh you know we can certainly try it will be exciting you know for us to go to canada for the first time obviously you have steve arpin who's from port francis ontario and steve is coming off of the best season of his career uh was fourth in points won a race last year had you know four or five podiums along the way as well and was pretty much in the top three in points the entire entire season until the finale in la when just you know, he had some bad luck at the end there, and uh, his teammate Ryan Deegan nipped him for third place. But, uh, you know, it, it'll be really nice to get up there as well. Um, you know, as you mentioned, a lot of Canadian fans. Uh, so we're really excited to come, you know, see those folks for the first time. And, uh, you know, there will be more information out soon. Uh, you know, I, I, I think people will be uh, very excited, uh, very much looking forward to uh, what we have up our sleeve for our first Canadian trip. Yeah, well, and I, I got to ask too. I know some of the other big off-season news that uh, broke. I don't know a couple of weeks ago. I, you know, we heard rumors this off-season. It was a big thing, like, you know. Uh, but Subaru, uh, you know, I think we saw some flashes of brilliance towards the end there with Atco and his qualifying runs, um, announcing Atco and Patrick Sandell as their drivers. I mean. Um, that's a pretty massive announcement for Subaru, and I know that uh, this car—they've been doing a ton of testing. Um, I think this is the year we see Subaru back on the podium and fighting for wins each and every round. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, talk about a big change-up, right? I mean, if you're if you're going to try and bring somebody in who might be available, then Patrick Sandell is about the best you could do. Patrick has won races in Red Bull GRC each of the past three years. The only other guys to do that are Tanner Faust and Scott Speed, and we all know how well they've been doing yeah. recently. So, you know, as far as the driver market goes, if you're trying to bring in somebody from elsewhere in the series, that's about the best move that you can make. So that's, you know, that that's a huge, huge get for Subaru Rally Team USA. And, yes, as you mentioned, Atco did a great job in the handful of events that he ran uh, last year, you know, grabbing – what, to our knowledge, is the first poll in Subaru Rally Team's history in Red Bull GRC. We ran back the stats, and uh, that was the first one. Uh, and he took it in the season finale in Los Angeles. So, obviously, that as well 
is a big moment for that team. You know, as you mentioned, they've done a lot of development work. They've put a bunch of different drivers in those cars to just try and keep advancing. You know, it's been it's been a long and arduous process for that team. But, you know, as we've seen on the stage rally side with uh, David Higgins and Travis Pastrana, obviously it's a championship caliber organization. Um, rally cross is very much a different animal than stage rally with the wheel-to-wheel contact, but that doesn't mean that some of the same concepts don't apply. And it's just kind of a matter of adapting the right ones. And, you know, yes, as you know, as you mentioned, we saw last year that especially once they got Echo in the car starting in Atlantic City, um, you know, things really started to turn around. They had a great run in Seattle with him and David Higgins. And, you know, what I would say is kind of a home race for all the Subaru fans up in the Pacific Northwest and, yeah. you know, had some decent runs in Los Angeles too. So it'll be... It'll be really exciting to see what Akko can do with a full season and what uh, Patrick can do in his first full season in a Subaru. Yeah, I, I agree. And I know, uh, you know, one of the takeaways I, I saw from Subaru, uh, you know, and I don't want to turn this into the big Subaru uh, talk, but uh, uh, one of the big things I'm excited about, and I know they are too, is, is the, their driver lineup, both in stage rally and rallycross, is completely crossover i mean you've got higgins and pastrano can run and uh, jump in grc cars you've got um atco and patrick with stage rally background so they really i think they're going to be able to bring in they've got four drivers who can completely cross over they can both they can all four help test in the different disciplines i think it's really an amazing you know lineup for 2017 for srt usa and i'm looking forward to uh seeing what happens in grc that's for sure yeah absolutely and if the uh if the lovely guys who work on launch control are listening, you guys might want to do a little uh, ride swap video at some point during yeah. the season. I think the fans would be all over that. All right, before we let you go, Chris, uh, where can people uh, follow you guys, find out more information on Red Bull GRC and these announcements as they roll out? Our announcements will be rolling out at RedBullGlobalRallyCross.com, uh, just as they always have been. Uh, we've got a new social media handle for this season. It is at GRC Series, so you can tag us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at GRC Series. That's the uh, new handle, the new URL on there. Uh, you know, we are we are going to be rolling things out every single week as we get closer and closer to the start of the season in Memphis. I'm going to try and at least be out to a couple of them, hopefully more. But uh, thanks a lot, Chris. And uh, we'll be back after this on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Do you have an old car sitting in your driveway? How would you like to learn a hassle-free way to get rid of it, help kids in need, and get a great tax donation in the process? It's real easy. One simple free call to our car donation hotline is all it takes. Call the Nishama Foundation at 800-760-4895. 800-760-4895. We'll come pick your car up for free and give you a tax donation for the full value of the car, running or not. 
the value of your unwanted car will go to help kids in need. It's fast and easy. Just call us and your car will be gone and on its way to helping children in 48 hours. And you get a nice tax deduction. Call the Nishama Foundation now to get rid of your car, help kids, and get a tax write-off. Call 800-760-4895-800-760-4895-800-760-4895. That's 800-760-4895. Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand-name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand-name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. Hey there, travelers. You going somewhere? Need a hotel? Then call Hotel Wiz anytime, day or night for rates too low to publish. You can save up to 75% on over 500,000 hotels across the globe and get our best price guarantee with no booking or cancellation fees ever. We've got some of the lowest hotel prices you'll find in New York, Chicago, Las Vegas, San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and a lot more. Don't waste your time surfing for deals. Make a free call right now and find deals too low to publish. Save up to 75% right now with no cancellation fees. And to make it even easier on you, we're here 24-7 to help. So call right now. Bookmark us in your cell phone. Whatever you need to do, just pick up the phone and call this number for hotel deals that'll knock your socks off. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And, uh, man, Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, and, uh, you know, just uh, getting through uh, getting through the show. Got a couple of uh, wide-open segments here, so if you got any fan questions, I know uh, here in the next segment we're going to be taking a ton of fan questions, but if you have any fan questions, um, make sure and... Uh, Hit us up, uh, you know, at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter. I don't know if Amy reads uh, um, reads things as much as I do, um, but, uh, you know, as far as when we're live on the air. Um, but uh, definitely hit me up uh, at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter, and uh, I would love to uh, to take your questions for the show. I'm uh, already, uh, you know, we've got some that we've been kind of sitting on and uh, more some kind of, I don't know, like, critical of the show some of them uh you know just asking uh, thoughts on grc and some of the other stuff so uh um yeah so if you've got any questions next segment it's uh, going to be all questions with uh with amy and i and uh so Woo! i don't know we got like five or six of them in the in the hopper already hood so i'm telling people you know keep uh keep hitting us up we we'll got some i love 
doing questions. I just like like connecting with all the fans and kind of hearing what they want to know about me or you. It's kind of funny. Yeah. So we got some uh, some pretty good stuff for the next. Uh, um, next segment. So uh, I don't know anybody that's got them. Hit me up at Jim Beaver fifteen, and uh, we will definitely get them cycled into the show. Going to talk a little Supercross, but I want to talk a little. Uh, we got it's like Hammers Week. Like this is like the biggest week in off road this past week. So we had uh, the Parker four twenty five. Um, which was the kickoff to, uh, you know, desert racing season. It's one of probably the two biggest desert racing events in the United States. Um, and then followed uh, this entire week, it's like King of the Hammers week out there at Johnson Valley. That happens yeah. this next weekend, but we got UTV, the UTV race at King of the Hammers. That's going on tomorrow. And our good friend Sarah Price, she's out there going to be uh, um, banging doors with the boys. But uh, we had King of the Motos happen. This is kind of up your alleyhood, and uh, – this is this is the hardest motorcycle race in the world. I'm just going to say it. It is. And uh, they actually had a uh, night stage. Um, and uh, I got to tell you, that's kind of crazy. Like rock crawling on a dirt bike at night. Like how much how much gnarlier can you get, Amy Hood? That's just, to me, that's crazy. That's so much fun, I just have to say. Because like usually back in Canada, we go – to the pits, like the sand pits at night, you have a big old bonfire, and, you know, the brave ones who haven't had a couple adult beverages like to go and, you know, do some trail riding at night, and it's actually a lot of fun because it's, you get a whole new experience. It's, it's one thing to drive your bike in daylight and see, be able to see everything, but it's, it's a whole different ball game when, you know, you got nothing. I mean, you need a headlight, obviously, but um, it's like you get a whole new terrain to work with that you really got to, you know, slow down and, and kind of take the train as it comes instead of pre, you know, pre kind of planning out your, your route. But there's no way they're doing it without headlights. But, uh, yeah, I think it'd be really fun. Like, again, there's nothing, though, Jim, that I think wouldn't be fun. Like, I mean, I'm just that type of person that I see all challenges as, like, fun obstacles. Yeah. <laughs> so I probably might be a little biased. Yeah, well, it's – uh I don't know, just seeing the course, I'll text you a picture of, like, the takeoff. Like, it, it's just gnarly what they had to go up. Um, it was literally, like, I don't know, it, it, it's nuts. But, um, anyways, Taylor Robert, our friend Taylor, he ended up taking uh, taking the win. And I don't want to talk too much about Taylor Robert because we actually have a fan question on Taylor Robert. This one was asked to me personally um, when I was signing autographs at the Kids Youth Center last Wednesday. Uh, but I had somebody come up that's a motorcycle fan and ask me questions about Taylor Robert because they knew he'd been on the show. So I'm like, all right, we're, we, we're, we're going to talk – Hood and I, we're going to talk about that in the next deal. So I don't want to talk about Taylor too much. Um, but uh, Cody Webb second, Colton Haker third. Um, and that was just the night stage. Um, I don't know. There's a bunch of other guys. I'm looking down the the list of like notable names and Max Gersten. There's another, uh, enduro crosser guy. So, um, but anyways, going to the actual King of the Motos event where it's results from like three different races combined, uh, Colton Haker, he took, uh, he took the big one. So, um, pretty solid week for him. He was, uh, I don't know, got a um, got a medal at X Games, wins King of the Motos. I don't know. I don't know if you can get off to a much better start than that. To you know, it, yeah, I know that's a pretty, uh, pretty good deal for him. Yeah, no kidding. We haven't got to Enduro season yet, and Cold Acres already. Uh, he's somebody we gotta we gotta get him on air. We he's he's very multi talented. I mean, he can jump from you know the snow to uh, Enduro, and he he's just like an all around very talented guy. He's gonna have a very long 
successful career if he keeps up exactly what he's doing right now. Like he's he is all the right mixtures for you know, stardom. Absolutely. Yeah. And I give a, got to give a credit, like a uh, guy like Colton credit because most guys, if you're going to make a living on a dirt bike, generally the place you do it is supercross or motocross, right? Um, Colton yeah. Haker's gone, he's gone the tough route and he's doing it the off-road route where he's doing enduro and enduro cross and things like king of the motos and now snow biking. Like he's taken the back door to a career in, uh, not back door, I mean, but it's just he's taking the tougher route, man. It's hard to make a living um, doing work series and things like that. But, you know, he's he's actually doing it, you know. So um, I think that's something, you know, I tip the cap to him because it's not easy to make a career in moto the way he's doing it. Oh, absolutely, for sure, without a doubt. So uh, speaking of moto, I want to switch gears, though, Hood. Uh, we'll talk King of the Hammers next week after things are over. I will give a shout-out. UTV race coming Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening in na- national syndication, that's today. If you're listening live online, that's tomorrow. Uh, Mitch Guthrie, Jr. Uh, Mitchie, he took the pole. He was the top qualifier for the UTV race. So uh, big shout-out to him. Um, here's hoping, uh, I don't know if he wins. I guarantee you we're having Guthrie on next week. So, or if Sarah wins or probably chances are we're going to have the UTV winner on air next week. I'm just saying it, but, <laughs> um, got to switch gears though. We got to talk, uh, some supercross. Uh, I didn't actually get a chance to uh, tune in live. I was in a trophy truck bouncing across the desert when this thing was airing. I don't know. Did you get a chance to watch it? You were jumping monster trucks, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we actually like play it back. Okay. We do a, we do a supercross pull. Okay, so when I'm like jumping out of my tr- out of my Monster Jam truck to run to like my my speedsters, and I'm like this. Okay, picture this: like jumping out of the truck, you got like five minutes, especially if not even like three minutes. So I'm running down to like the back hallway, you know, at the arena, like hustling because a I'm always late, and b I'm always late. Okay, I'm always late. You so I'm like hustling, running down the back here, trying to get ready and jump in my side by side. And then the, the guys are like pulling me, like all the crew guys and the tech guys are like pulling me in the back and thinking like, oh no, am I in trouble? And they like pull me over to the, to the, um, a toolbox where they have a phone up and they're watching Supercross live because we always do pulls like a Supercross fantasy league amongst us, um, like the crew and some of the drivers and monster jam. And it's so funny. Cause I'm like thinking I'm getting pulled aside because I did something wrong and I'm in trouble. And they pulled me over to watch a screen where we can watch Supercross, And I just thought it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, I was actually watching Cooper Webb podium and his very first 450 podium, you know, finishing third place. Absolutely ecstatic for that kid. Like I just think like, this is going to be the turning point for Cooper now in 450s. Like he, he said that he wanted to, you know, take it slow, work his way, you know, not kind of go balls to the wall early on in the season. But I think this is going to really lock him in confidence-wise, ability-wise, and I think he's you're only going to go up from here. Yeah. Well, and uh, I got to say, I will get what's that? By the end of the season, Cooper is going to win a 450 class. Oh, no. I would put money. In. No doubt, especially the way the season's going. Like I, I there's yeah. no doubt. I, I think Cooper, it's just time. It's just a matter of time. No doubt. Uh, I want to talk about the 450 points. So Dungy, uh, you know Dungy, like we said, he's the locomotive. He just keeps clicking off points. But Tomac, he's making a run of this deal. He's uh, 16, 17 points back now. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Now that Kim Roxon's out and Dungy's not on his, you know. 
usually by this time, Benji's already so far ahead in the points off everybody that it's, you know, it's it's kind of a battle for second. And I think Tomac is hungry and he's fed up and he's it's about time that somebody else takes that red plate. And I think that if anybody can do it, Tomac can. And it's really funny where everyone was like, well, what was it? Uh, there was like a meme going around, everyone talking about um, like Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. And someone's like, did anybody not notice that Tomac actually beat Dungey this weekend? <laughs> it was just, uh, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, and the thing is, um, I don't even know where I was going with that. I had something in my mind. I lost it, but, uh, oh no, I was going to talk about, you mentioned Roxon. Um, so that crash, I mean, it looked horrible, right? So I was reading an article just this morning. Um, and, uh, I didn't realize like people, you know, it's, I guess Roxon's crash, his arm injury was so bad that literally he was very close to losing his arm. Um, and I didn't realize it was that, that bad, but I guess it was like, yeah, like it was that bad. Like, so I, I don't know. I mean, it would just, you know, it was one of those things. There's always shock, shock value for the internet to get somebody to click and read, but it was from a legit moto site. And I started reading, I'm like, oh wow. Like it was, it was seriously where, to the point where, you know, he's fine now, but, uh, it was that bad. Hey, we're uh, running short on time, buddy. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to call in and, uh, we need to do it more often, a lot more often, man. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. If you're 65 or older and suffering from knee pain, you may qualify for an advanced pain-relieving brace. Dr. Approved Medical will work with Medicare or insurance benefits to see if you qualify for these knee braces at little or no cost to you. The only way to see if you qualify is to call us, 800-816-0365. Don't let your knee pain get worse. Call now and get free shipping plus a free pedometer, 800-816-0365, 800-816-0365. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. When it's time to get busy on Valentine's Day, celebrate your date the Trojan way. We got condoms galore and that's for sure. Grab some when you step out to the store. Bear skin, magnum, ants, whatever. As long as you're wearing one when you're together, just wrap it up, wrap, wrap, wrap it up. On Valentine's Day, make sure you wrap it up. Wrap it up this Valentine's Day with Trojan condoms. Available now at your local retailer, Trojan, America's number one most trusted condom brand. Wrap it up, wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Trojan. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, and uh, man, we're time to uh, get into some fan questions. And I, let me see what we got here: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions. It's a fourteen-minute segment, Hood, so it means like we've got two minutes per question, so we can't get go too long on them. How about that? Um, okay, go. All right, first one. This is actually from somebody in Arizona, Amy. What's uh, Beth in Arizona? Amy, what has been the biggest challenge in going to Monster Jam? Oh, dokie. Let's see. Uh, so probably the biggest challenge, and I kind of talked about it earlier, is um, not being in control. 200%. And I, and I say that, well, A, because I feel like I'm 100% in control when I drive. So it has nothing to do with driving. It's mechanical, fan judges. In motocross, the second I step on a dirt bike, I am ultimately responsible for my success. Obviously, you know, chains falling off, tire, whatever. I mean, there's there's a little bit of risk for having mechanical on a dirt bike, but I've been very fortunate that I've never had that issue, really. A.K.A. go Kim Hood, best mechanic ever, factory dad. But, um, yeah, it's just those little pieces of un- things that are out of my control. You know, this weekend I was going into uh, freestyle. My last event I was second, and I was going to win the whole overall. I was only three points behind, and I went into freestyle, and my truck broke. Completely out of my control. I couldn't even uh, make a pass. So, it's, I mean, it's a little heartbreaking. It's a little discouraging, but that that's what it is. And it's, you just got to, you know, pick your head up and, and move forward. So yeah. it's been challenging, though. Yeah, welcome to off road. That's uh, pretty much uh, pretty much Four it. Wheels. Yeah, it's the Four wheels. Yeah. it's the <laughs> variable. You know, you just uh, nothing you yeah, can do about it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So this one was it me? <laughs> this was uh, somebody calling me out. I kind of all right. Mike in San Diego. Um, um why have you been doing? What's that? I mean, he's here where I'm at. Yeah, Mike in San Diego. Um, why you've been doing some pavement stuff? Alex Rossi and Larry Mack aren't action motorsports. Um, so uh, yeah, we are an action motorsports show, and um, you know what? Uh, Alex Rossi's a badass. He's won the Indy 500, and he went and drove rally cars at Race of Champions. So you can't call me out on uh, on that. He drove a rally car the weekend before. I don't care who it is. I'm going to interview you, you know, it could be Donald Trump. If he goes and runs a rally car, we're having him on the show. So there you go. No, we're not. <laughs> we're 
Um, no, so that was the whole deal with Alex Rossi plus the Indy 500 winner. So um, what can I say? You know, he's – I'm going to get him on. You know, same thing with Graham Rahal and Courtney Force, man. It was a good interview. Um, and Larry Mack, um, that dude's a legend in broadcasting, and he started a podcast. And when a guy with 200,000 Twitter followers who is on Fox Sports or Fox Fox – Every single weekend, hosting NASCAR, interviewing Dale Earnhardt Jr., who is a crew chief of Dale Earnhardt Sr., and he asks if he can come on to my show and promote his new podcast. The answer is yes, and it's a yes a hundred times over. So uh, that's why those guys are on the show, and we're still doing things our way and the way we've always done it. And, you know, like Amy's got friends with Connor Daly, and uh, we had him on the air last year, and he was an IndyCar driver. Like, we're going to cycle that stuff in once in a while. So I'm just saying it's uh, – we have fun. We change it up. It's a good mix of people. We're not getting away from dirt sports or anything. It's just, I don't know, once in a while we'll slide some stuff in, you know. So there you go. Thanks, Mike in San Diego. I like being called out once in a while. So, um I don't know. <laughs> but, you... Hey, hey, you know, I have one thing to sum it up for that, Mike. We do what we want. Yep. We do what we want. We do what we want. <laughs> if you don't like it, start your own show. We do what we want. Yeah. So, uh, all right, this one's for both of us. Um, this is uh, Michael in Florida. Man, Mike and Michael. I don't know what the deal is here. Michael in Florida. Um, Florida's big motocross, moto state. Um, Supercross, is. this is like a statement. It's not really a question. Supercross without Roxon this year is kind of boring now. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of finding it interesting. How about you, Amy? No, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a letdown. But, I mean, we've got these big heavy hitters. You know, Chad Reed made it on the podium. Tomac battling out with Dungey. I think this makes it for, I don't want to say a, a bet. It's not better. I think it makes it more interesting because I think it keeps the playing field, uh, you know, very, uh, a little bit more saturated now. Like it's not, I think we're going to see different people on the podium every weekend. I mean, come on, Cooper Webb did it on the podium this weekend. Yeah. Uh, with Ken Watson in, in the mix, it just, it keeps it very yeah. <laughs> consistent. And right now, it's all sorts of inconsistency, and I like that. I mean, it's anybody's game now. How about and that race two weeks ago? Like, Chad Reed, yeah. that was amazing. How can that not be boring? Reed going from fourth to second on one straightaway and made Dungy, and I don't even know who he was racing against. Look, I think Sealy, right? Made him look like fools. Like, that is exciting yeah. to me. Like, holy crap. You, what do you mean boring? Like, I was on my feet yelling at the TV for Reed. Uh, anytime you get me out of my chair when something's on TV, you know it's exciting. Um, yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'm finding it kind of interesting, the whole Malcolm Stewart, you know. I don't know. I think it's uh, – um, I don't know. I think it's just some good storylines. So, I tend to disagree with you. I think uh, it scared yeah. a lot of people, but – um, I don't know. I think Anderson's going to take a win at some point this year, too. So there's that storyline. I think Anderson, uh, El Ombre, I think he's got some in the tank. I think he's uh, he's going to make a run at this deal, too. So, um, yeah. Uh, all right. So here's a couple of questions kind of geared. I don't know. You can chime in on these. Um, here's a pretty easy one. What are my thoughts on the series future of Red Bull Global Rallycross? This is Alex in Florida. I don't know. Um so, I don't know. What are my thoughts on the series? Obviously, we just had Chris Leone from the series on air. I think it's trying to find its foothold in the U.S. Um, you know, it's still relatively new. I think, what are we, five, six years deep in it? I've worked for the series as an employee, I guess, or kind of for two years, and uh, it's been a while since I have, but I still 
Um, I don't know. Uh, they got an amazing TV package, probably the best in motorsports next to like NASCAR. So when you have live television on primetime networks, like you can't be bad. Um, so I don't know. It's fine. It's, it's changed. It used to be like action sports and you have like, um, you know, the late great Dave Mira and Bucky Lassick driving rally cars. And now it's actually legit race car drivers. Um, not that they weren't, but I'm just saying it's kind of moved and, and changed. It went from an X game sport to like a real motorsport. So, um, I don't know. It, it's fine in its way. TV ratings were really good last year for it. So, um, you know, I don't know. It's still got some big name drivers. I had it good sponsors involved. So I don't know. I, I think wait and see, but, uh, um, tracks have got better. Definitely. They were kind of, uh, you know, a crap show about three, four years ago. And that's honesty. And even the series will tell you that. So I don't know. I think it's uh, moving, uh, um, I don't want to say in a full positive direction, but it's definitely moving, you know, in a positive direction. So I don't know. So that's my thoughts. So this one, Hood, this one, uh, this one was the one on Taylor Robert. Um, so basically, somebody walked up to me at the uh, at the thing, and um, uh, it was a Moto kid, and uh, he says, "Hey, man," he says, "You got to get Taylor Robert back on your show." And I said, "Well, I said we probably should do that." Um, but he goes, no, no, no. He says, you've been paying attention. I said, no. I said, I know he went to Europe last year and they said, no, he's back in the United States. I guess he signed like a factory deal with KTM and they brought him back to the States. And he's like, they're, they're, uh, the face of their, uh, he's racing works this year. Um, and doing, uh, on a, on a factory KTM ride. And obviously we see him at King of the, King of the Motos. So, um, he says, what do you think about Taylor coming back to the U S? And I said, I don't know. I said, going to Europe is you've gone and raced in Europe, hood. I mean, it's a different animal over there. And he was doing hard enduro in Europe. I mean, hard enduro, that is ooh, like Erzberg and stuff. That is madness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm stoked he's back in the States. I think he's, uh, you know, he's, he's made a name for himself, kind of like Colton Haker is, you know, kind of the, um, the guy that can make a career out of not racing motocross and supercross. I don't know. I, I like him. He's always fun when we have him on air too. Oh no. Taylor's amazing. He's hilarious. He's a, he's a great character. And I think you just kind of go over to Europe to prove how tough you are. And then you come back and you just absolutely dominate here in the U S. I think again, the people who go make that transition to over in Europe, you're gonna you're gonna race some of the world's gnarliest and toughest terrains, and uh, yeah, I think now being back in the U.S. is gonna be a, a walk in the park for him. So yeah, uh, you know he's well trained up and he's ready to rock. Uh, what is the reception for a North American um, when they go to Europe? I mean, you you felt it because you went and raced World Championships over there. What what was the reception for you? I mean, were you included? Was it like, ah, oh, here comes somebody over, you know, to our our side of the world? You know, I mean, what was the what was the what was the feeling you got when you went over there? Okay, well, I think it's very biased because I'm Canadian. The how Europeans view Americans is very different. It's very competitive and cutthroat. Being a little Canadian chick, what do you think? Like, you know, I, I loved it. I would go move over there just because of how well I got treated. And, you know, they expressed you know, I wanted to buy you drinks. Like, and, yeah. I... <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they're just, oh, they're just so nice. And everybody, it's, so, it's such a bigger communal, um, you know, the, the pits are very communal. Like, everyone's hanging out and helping out. And, you know, everyone's inviting you over to their food tent and this food tent. And I got a different experience probably because I'm a female Canadian moto chick. I know, again, the Americans, they don't like Americans very much. It's it's European versus America. That's how it is. You know, they think they think that Americans think that they are the alpha country of athletes to beat, where, you know, that's why a lot of Europeans don't come over to 
the USA is because they're already considered such gods over in Europe. I mean, it's a really different scale, so it's kind of how you choose to see it. Like, I, I think the European tracks are a lot gnarlier and tougher, and the competition is a lot, uh, you know, stiffer, for sure. The, you know, the laps are longer. The tracks are way more natural terrain that it gets very, very rough and tough, and they're, I just think it's a whole different ballgame over there. Yeah. But there's obviously more money and media and press and coverage of racing over in the U.S. But then again, you go back to European. I've never seen more people at a motocross race in my life covered head to toe in their country's flags. You know, all these countries come. It's, it's so, you know, everything's really close. So everybody comes and supports their own country, local racer. It's insane, the spectating. I mean, motorsports was invented and established over in Europe. So I think the fan involvement in any, any motorsport, whether that's F1 or motocross, is just on a whole different level over in Europe. So Yeah, I know it's the same way with rally and rallycross, too. And anybody that's gone and race rallycross in Europe, they come back to the States like, oh, man, it's just a total different feel. That's why you've got Ken Block running over in Europe, you know, instead of here in the States. But uh, that's a whole different uh, story there. But uh, we got uh, two quick questions left. Um, um, one more of a statement. Um, desert and short course, more please. This was uh, Charles in SoCal. And uh, I don't know, we had the uh, first hour was pretty much desert racing today. So uh, I don't know. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's, you know, we're an action motorsport show. We're going to talk a little bit of everything. When short course season starts firing up, we're going to start getting the Keegan Kincaids and Johnny Greaves on air. Um, you know, but until then, there's not a lot to talk about. So we talk about everything else. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of where we're at, man. We just we bounce around a bit and depends on what's going on. That's what we talk about here. So um, and then this one. Um, uh, Von Gittin, Chris Forsberg, Ryan Turk, Tyler McQuarrie, they've all started dabbling in off-road. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Larry and Washington? Um, they're all drifters. I'm, I'm assuming he's making the tie, like, are drifters coming to off-road? You know, I don't know. Like, I, I think they've been welcomed with uh, open arms. Uh, I love having them in here. They're all big-name drivers uh, in drift. I mean, shoot, you got three of the OGs there. Two of them are champions. Um, Macquarie can drive anything. Turk has got one of the most massive social media followings out of any, uh, buddy in motorsports. So I don't know, having them come to off road, I welcome them, man. My arms are wide open for guys like that to come over. So I don't know, just kind of my thoughts on it. Like, I don't know. Everybody's welcome in off road, man. We're all inclusive motorsport. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're going to take a short break. We come back, Amy Hood and I, we're going to wrap things up here on the down and dirty radio show powered by Polaris razor. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit TOCOWarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. 
conditions. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedar sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Welcome back to the Down or Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver, Amy Hood here, and uh, I don't know, we've got a couple minutes left to wrap things up. Another fun show. Uh, where are you headed this weekend, Hood? I am heading out to Pittsburgh. That's where I'm <laughs> You had to think about it for a while. i got to get my American geography a lot better. Pittsburgh, PA. Um, yeah. home of uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm I'm just telling you, you want to be a fan favorite on uh, you know on the mic there in Pittsburgh. Mention something about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and uh, swear yeah. you're going to be a fan favorite right there. Just mention okay, the Steelers. Go buy a Steelers jersey. Oh, if you if you came out with a Steelers jersey, uh, the crowd would go nuts. They would literally. They would give you the key to the city. Um, let's just put it that oh, way. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do now. <laughs> seriously, I'm just telling you, they are, like, if there's a football city in America, it is Pittsburgh. Like, seriously. Yeah, they're, they're rabid fan base there. I'm just telling you how to win over the crowd. <laughs> uh, I told you I need it. So. Yeah. They, you know, they've got the Penguins there for hockey, and they've got, you know, they've got the pirates but like it's not the same like the pittsburgh steelers like seriously they're oh my gosh they're the most diehard fan base anywhere in the country so um yeah you definitely went over the crowd there I know exactly what I'm going to do now. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, upcoming events. We've got more Supercross Mint 400 a few weeks out. King of the Hammers this weekend. 
Uh, Got to give a big shout-out to all of our partners here in the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Polaris, Razor, General Tire, Subaru, Casey Highlights, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish, Impact, Terracross, Blue Resort, and Casino. Give me a follow. It's at JimBeaver15. Amy is AmyHood71. Uh, don't forget that uh, coupon code for Dirtfish is JBDirtfish. Um, you know, rate, review, subscribe to Project Action. Also, uh, uh, BlueApron.com. You want three free meals? Use uh, the link BlueApron.com slash Beaver. That's from the other podcast. But uh, what the heck, man? I'll give away three free meals here on this show as well. Anybody here that uh, wants them. But uh, I don't know. It's been uh, been a fun show, Hood. Have some fun there in Pittsburgh. And uh, I don't know. You got anything before we leave? No, I'm uh, I'm just excited to go and get my Steelers jersey and be able to win over these fan judges. All right. You know, kick Craig Digger to the curb. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you guys next week here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor.